Welcome back to our study in which we are examining that we can choose to be a new person. The way Paul puts it, if any person is in Christ, he is a new creation. And the emphasis here is in Christ. And we've been talking about what that means and that Paul used it 124 times, I think, in Scripture, but he never defined it. He never said, now, this is what it means to be in Christ. But he gave examples, and he did all kinds of things to help us understand it. We've been looking at some of the examples, like a, a vine has a branch from it. We're the branch. God's the vine. We're in it in the vine, like a head and a body. They're connected together inseparably. And those are some of the examples, and they're all inadequate. But let me give you an illustration. If, let's say that we're in church on Sunday morning. We're all in the building. Every one of us is in the building. But in a little while, you will go out of the building, and we won't be in the building anymore. You may come back again next week and be in the building, and then you may go out of the building. That's not what it means to be in Christ. You see, you're in and out all the time. Once you're in Christ, you're in Christ. Once you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you're in him and nothing can get you out. And the Bible says that we're safe in him and we're hid with Christ in God, which is, which is double safety, hid with Christ and hid with Christ in God. So it's not the same as being in a building or out of a building. Now the illustration is here's a little boy who is so poor he doesn't have anything to eat any clothes to wear, any place to live. A rich man comes along and adopts him into his family. Now, this little boy has everything that the rich man has. Everything that belongs to the rich man now belongs to the little boy because he's in the family, and the rich man can feed him, clothe him, take care of him, minister to him. He's in the family of the rich man. Sometimes he doesn't act like the rich man. Sometimes he doesn't uh, do the things the rich man may want him to do, but he's still in the family of the rich man. When we receive Christ, we're in Christ. We are in his family, and everything that he has becomes ours. Take, for example, my Bible. I can place these notes that I'm using today, as I teach, in my Bible, and these notes are in the Bible. Whatever happens to my Bible happens to the notes. When we are in Christ, we're his. We're united with him. We're in union with him. We belong to him. What he is is ours. Maybe I can use some words which help you understand what it really means to be in Christ. What happened in this divine creation when we trusted Christ? God did something within us. Well, the first word I would like to use to describe that is a new relationship. A relationship. Somebody says, I have got religion. Now, that's wonderful, but I know something that's far better than that. I've got a relationship with the Son of the living God. Somebody says, I got baptized in water. That's fine, but I know something better. I got baptized into Christ by the Spirit of God when I was saved. That's why I was baptized in water, to show that I'd been baptized into Christ. Somebody says, I joined the church. That's good, and I know that it can make a difference in our lives. But I want to tell you something better. I'm joined to Christ in faith, and I received him as I personal when I received him as my personal Lord and Savior. You see, to be in him, you're in him. The way a baby is in the womb of its mother, but better. You're in him the way a future butterfly 
is in a cocoon, but better. You're in him the way a deep sea diver is in his diving suit, but better. You're in him the way a bird is in the air, but better. You're in him the way a fish is in the sea, but better. You see, we're translated into a new place, into a new position in Christ. What is your position as a believer? I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. That's my position. Nothing ever changes that once I step into that place, into that position. The other day I noticed one of the businesses in our area had a sign that said under new management. Somebody had bought the business and had taken it over and I don't they made some changes. They probably did some physical things to change it on the inside. They probably hired some new people and they are, they are managing it in a new way and it's under new management. I don't know whether it's better off, uh, whether it has this new management or not, but I know when I gave my life to Christ and I got under new management, it made a difference because I had this new relationship. There's a second word I would like to use that, some, that describes what it means to be in Christ. And I've already mentioned it, the word, but, and that's to be in a new position. You see, you, once you are saved, once you've received Christ, once you've believed in him, you're placed in Christ. That's how God sees you. This is where I am located in God's eyes. He sees me now as in Christ. Every one of us here this morning is either seen by God as in Adam or in Christ. Adam was the first man. He was the federal head of the human race. And he sinned, and everybody after him has sinned. The Bible says in Genesis 6 that he had a son, and he named him Seth, who was made in the likeness and his likeness and his image. This is true of every son or daughter that has been born since Adam. We're all born in the likeness and image of our parents, and the image of God has been marred and stained. But when we trust Christ and receive him as our Lord and Savior, we're cleansed and created by God into a new kind of person, one who is robed in the righteousness of God, and one that when God looks at us, he sees Christ. He sees us as his own child. Let me illustrate that for you. Some years ago, my daughter came home and told me about a young man, and she said to my wife and to myself that she really liked this young man, that he was a special young man. Now, we could tell that it was more than a friendship. We could tell that it was more than an acquaintance. Over the next few weeks and months, we met this young man as he was brought into our home. We began to realize that this was getting serious. Now, we don't, didn't have to do anything against this young man, try to hurt this young man or do anything to this young man. The thing that would make the difference is what we, how we responded to him. And, but we got to know him. We liked him. He loved the Lord. He was serving Christ. And, you know, while we said we accept him into our family, though, it wasn't because he was a nice young man. It wasn't because he was serving God in the ministry. You know why? It was because my daughter accepted him. She said, I accept him and love him and want to be his wife. And we said, well, we accept him too because you accept him. That's why most parents accept their in-laws is because their, their son or their daughter accepts them. And that's what the Bible says happens. The Bible says we are accepted in God. Once we trust Christ, God accepts us. Keep that in mind today. You're accepted 
by God into his family. God bless you. Have a good day.